Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Scary out here. Scary hours. Scary time to be a Bears fan right now. Dangerous timeline. Justin Fields talking with the St. Brown brothers. Does he want to stay? Does he want to go? What's going on? He did unfollow the Bears. Pandemonium. Cats chasing dogs. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. I am joined by, as always, the super producer, Joel Holt. Make sure that you guys hit that like button, subscribe to the page, and leave that five-star review over on the podcast side. Appreciate you guys listening in all forms of content. Joel, Justin Fields wants to stay in the Chicago in Chicago but the question on the table is do the Chicago Bears want to keep him and so today's episode want to talk about what we saw in the St. Brown Brothers podcast and uh kind of break down some of the conversation that was had over there the whole social media fiasco also want to talk about some potential offers Courtney Cronin and Field Yates put out a really good article today uh, about some potential offers that uh, the Bears could get for either the first overall pick or for Justin Fields. All that and more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave that five star review. Y'all know what to do. Who we got in the chat already, man? We got Jay Gray, Jay Gray 92, Jeffrey Smith. I feel you. Uh, Cache in the building, SWAT in the building. Uh, all up in his mouth. Alex Houston in the building. Bardon Baki said, uh, watch it, Pat. Cats and dogs. Justin Fields meet comments is the biggest pause moment of all time. Yo, that was crazy. In the yeah. dig. Like, a lot of dudes out here want me. What? What did you just say? <laughs> That's the bar you going with? What's going on, Joe? How you feeling, man? I, you know, I'm doing pretty good, man. I had some, I'm just waiting to get to April. That's all. Like, I'm ready to, <laughs> it's like, we got to go through this. I told you, I told Every you my idea. single day. I told you my idea for all these little silly topics. We're gonna do the we're gonna do like the speed up credits, like next. <laughs> right. Doom doom. You're like yeah, I, I'm not, right. I'm not gonna lie to you, dog. It's it's funny because like people do just so much care. Like I Justin Fields oh. talked today, of course, on the same Browns podcast, and I get him. I get him so much when he says he unfollowed the Bears, he unfollowed the NFL because he just wants to get away from the conversation. Can you imagine, right? Think about this as Bears fans. I said this over on the Bears pod is going to be dropping later. Think about this as Bears fans. We're sick of the conversation. We're tired of talking about Justin Fields versus Caleb Williams. We're tired of talking about if Justin Fields is going to get traded. We're tired of talking about is Caleb Williams going to be a bust or is he going to be a generational talent? It's annoying at this point. But the problem- now imagine the conversation being about oh, you. Building. What's up, Tim? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, imagine now it's about you. Well, I, I, the problem is, is like the Bears are under a lot of pressure because they're in the, the most unique situation ever. And they don't want to show their hand and they need to stand, Pat, because you don't want to. I meant, you know what I forgot to do? Bring some trading cards so I could do what you do with the cards <laughs> in your face. <laughs> because, you know, it's like, uh, exactly. Oh, 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 one big card. <laughs> you know, like. This is the draft card. This is the draft card. It's the draft card, <laughs> you know. And I feel like um, they're, they, 
you have to stand pat. They don't owe anybody any explanation. This is the media trying to pull a story out of somewhere, anything they can get to make something. Yeah. So now you're forced to have all of these, like, you know, shout out to Roosevelt, uh, all these reasons to say something. It's like, and you're putting pressure. I don't blame Justin Fields for the fact that I would turn off too. Cause you, it's such a polarizing conversation. Yeah. And the, the, the young man has improved. And unfortunately, he says, like he says, it's a business. So he understands that there's a situation where I saw a great uh, shout out, man. What's his name? Adam. Adam. What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I can't I can't think of his. Uh, is it Morrison? Adam Morris? Oh, no, something like that. But he he got he was, you know, Clay Harbor. I want to give him credit. Stats. He got he got ripped off. I want to give Harbor him credit. Put, put together a great job. Uh, great, I saw stat video, great video. But he had a great scenario, for example, where it's like if you were to keep fields and offer him like a three year contract. Right. You extend him now. So he take instead of him getting it was a 70 million dollar contract. You get you pay him five for next year. And then he gets 20 the next, and then you get 30 that last year, like with conditions. If he still ends up being like if he Adam Manson, Adam Manson. Manson, there you go. If he doesn't end up being what you want him to be, you still got he was still young enough. You got the assets to trade for that pick and to build your squad. So yeah. to me, I, I would rather do that because it's not like he's hurting you. And then, you know, but I've, I've, I've been saying this from the jump, right? Keep fields, you know, and, and get the picks. Because even if he doesn't become the superstar you may want him to be, you have built the team up enough that if you have to move on from him, you can. Yeah, so. and I think here's the thing, right? Justin Fields says in there that, you know, he he understands the business of the game. But when asked by Amon Ross St. Brown if he wants to stay in Chicago, he says, yes, of course. Uh, I, of course, I want to stay. I can't see myself playing in another place, but if it was up to me, I would want to stay in Chicago. I love the city. The city's lit. The fans there are great, and the people, it's a business. I ain't got no control over it. Whatever happens, happens. I think the biggest thing with all this going on right now is I just want it to be over. Like, just let me know if I'm getting traded. Let me know if I'm staying and that uh, this and that. And to me, right, that is now here's here's the part that I do want to bring out to people, though. The, the part that I what was up one second over 100 chat over 100 in the chat. Hold on. I got a uh, I got I got some I got some MMA over here, too. Oh, I heard it. I heard it. I just MMA right back. We can do this. I mean, we can go back and forth. I'm just saying I don't go back and forth. You played yourself. <laughs> Push the, push the button. Push the button. Push the button, y'all. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, by the way, hit the like button, subscribe to the page, y'all. Listen to her. You heard what she said. Y'all heard what she said. Push the button. Uh, no, but I, I just, I, I, um, I think that this is a situation right now where when you hear comments like that, and, and I do want to say this. Unfortunately, right now the decision is not Justin Fields. I like the fact that Justin Fields wants to be a Chicago Bear. I like the fact that he's chomping at the bit to get an answer on this because he said something very specific in the uh, interview with the St. Brown brothers that basically the he's ready to start watching film. Yeah. He's ready to figure out what offense he's in. He's ready, which tells me that maybe there's a little bit of a hesitation, right? That maybe Shane Waldron is not in on, because here's the here's the thing that I would say, and this is what think, I've said the entire time. I don't think he can start yet, though. But here's the thing that we've said, the, that I've said the entire time. If your offensive coordinator wants Justin Fields, you keep Justin Fields. If your offensive coordinator wants Caleb Williams, you go get Caleb Williams because I don't want to pair up another offensive coordinator with a quarterback that he doesn't really want. I don't want to pair up another offensive coordinator with a coordinator with a quarterback that he doesn't really believe in. And so the only thing that maybe I was like, there was a couple moments where I was like, okay, maybe my mind could take the speculation here, right? If Shane Waldron hasn't reached out and sat there, and and I'm sure that he's talked with Justin Fields, but hasn't, right, hey, you're going to be here. I want to work with you. Whatever the organization does, just know I want to work with you, so I'm prepping you for this. Check out these plays, this stuff right here, right? Like, if he hasn't started doing that, maybe that gives you a little bit of insight into what the offensive coordinator 
wants to happen. And unfortunately, the part that sucks to me is you have to go with what the coordinator wants to do in this scenario because, yes, do I think Justin Fields could be the QB of the future? Do I think Justin Fields should go out there and and uh, uh, be the, the head for the Bears? Do I think he could be the answer for this team at the quarterback position in the long run? A hundred percent I do. But I don't want him to work with another. You can't have another failed offensive coordinator with him. Mm-hmm. You can't have another coordinator that we're putting the blame on with him. Yeah. And so if he doesn't want to put 115% into whatever the quarterback want, that he has can do, then I don't want that here. I've had that. I had that with, uh, with, uh, um, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Matt Nagy and Mitch, mm-hmm. right? We had that with Matt Nagy and Mitch. We had that where the 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 quarterback and the head coach didn't want to really work together. We've had that. Yeah. I don't you want, want that pain. again. And so go with what your OC works. I understand. I see some people in the chat. He doesn't have that kind of power. He can't say where the field stays or goes. No, he can't. But he can determine the success of this guy to try and get to the next guy. Well, I think at this, unfortunately, he's a victim or all players to a degree. There's. They're in the the season is over. The league year hasn't started yet. They're not really owed anything at this moment. So, unfortunately, you just have to kind of deal with the situation. Now, it's all speculation. Everything is speculation. Uh, We all have desires of what we would like to see for this Chicago team. And, you know, but at the end of the day, like we've said before, we're still Bears fans. And I would like Fields to be here if it works. I'm not blind to say that he, he is ascending he may need another year to get to that point or does he at the at the at the at the best is he an alex smith passer but because he has that athleticism he can extend yeah. plays uh, listen, or does if he he's an alex smith passer with this athleticism <laughs> they, they, that's a, that's an elite quarterback let's be real <laughs> but everybody wants mahomes yeah does he is he a, does he become a slightly better passer cuz that's what i'm basing this team off of we build a team up around where the line is right, the D line, the, the secondary, the we got the receiver, we got everything in place, kind of like Kansas City, and then eventually, because it doesn't work with the quarterback they have, they move up, trade, and get a quarterback, and then they develop him for a year, and we go from there. Can are we mimicking that type of example? And I think we can still win. You know, yeah. you win a, you might win a Super Bowl if the defense is that dominant, and if you have a lot of the players on your team, and we've seen. A quarterback that pretty much can manage or do enough to get over the hump in say in San Francisco and get to a Super Bowl. And possibly you could win if the coaching blunders or they don't fumble or they don't block a field goal or they allow Kansas City to make get to put the ball in their hands and allow the debt, the dynasty to happen. Yeah. It, It can happen. No, I mean, listen, it, it, football is still a game of chance. It's a game of it's a game of inches, right? Justin Fields realistically probably it feels like won't be here because of a couple of plays that are inches away from working, right? If Tyler Scott keeps running, you beat Detroit twice, Justin Fields is probably still the quarterback here. Uh, if you run that football at the end and just kick the field goal, um, you, Justin Fields is probably still the quarterback here, right? Like it literally is a game of inches, is a game of this much. And I think here's the one thing that I have said, right? When, when it comes to, to um Justin Fields being here or not. The whole unfollow thing, I could care less about, right? The part that did intrigue me a little bit was that it, he's not dumb. He he can understand what the writing on the wall could be. When he said in the interview that he follows Drake London, mm-hmm. and they were like, well, do you know Drake? He was like, no, nah, I don't really know him. Like, well, have you, like, been teammates with him? He's like, nah, we ain't never been teammates. I don't really know him that well. It's like, okay, so why do you follow him? Right? He just follows all of these uh, Atlanta Falcons. So there's two There's two things that could happen. At this point, we're going to meet head on this. There's two things that could happen. By the way, over 200 in the chat. I was about, I was about to go. I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you to be a Appreciate you. Appreciate you. There's two things that could be at play here, right? One, he's still a Falcons fan. And I do believe that. I think everybody grows up with the team that they watch, right? Lance always talks about how he's a Bears fan. He loves the Bears. He loves everything about the Bears, but he grew up a 49ers fan. You don't just lose 40 years of fandom. Right. You don't lose 20 years of fandom for the, the 10 years that you're with a team or, or so, right? Like there's still always a little bit of love there. So yeah. uh, I do think he's still a Falcons fan. Um, or 
he's prepping to get to know some of the teammates that he's about to have in a, in a few <laughs> I do believe no matter what, it does say where he would prefer to go. I think that we did get that out of this, that he would love to go to Atlanta. This is the, now this is the one thing when you when you dissect what Poles said and and some of the actions that have actually not taken place. Yeah. Because he has not publicly ever came out and said Justin Fields is our quarterback. Because he said he has improved. He has done this. However, we're in a unique situation, right? So oh, yeah. the one thing is that he did not come out and state that he's our quarterback, which would set all this, you know, this would be this would be a moot point. And then on top of that, it, it's because you do have this pick. In, in my mind, a part of me thinks that it's like you still need to do the haul. And a part of me thinks that you still might even take a quarterback uh, based off you're not supporting or publicly supporting fields right now. Because you you are kind of hanging him out to dry to a degree. He doesn't know nothing. He doesn't know anything. Like, I got to turn my stuff off because I don't know. I'm tired of hearing about it. That's the part that's here. Today. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be annoying the mess out of Ryan. I'd be calling him every day. Hey, Ryan, what's going on, man? You figure that out, Jeff? Hey, what's happening, brother? What's up, man? Call me back. Hey, Ryan. Hey, bro. Hey, 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 Ryan. Ryan. Hey, Ryan. I know you Ryan? you drafting and doing all that, but you trading me? You trading? <laughs> hey, Ryan. How you no, feel about Caleb today? It's, it's, how's how's, how's the Caleb meeting? <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Hello. Ryan? Oh, if he hangs Hello? up on you, just just oh, hey. If you if he hangs up on you, just head home. Just head back. Just start yeah packing it all up. Yeah, I mean. Um, what is the what does Breeze Nation say? What are y'all thinking? I mean, I feel like all we're gonna get is a 50-50. Some people are saying he ain't trading them. What well, I'm and, just saying, think about think about everything that's going on right now. Do you think that he's saying I want to stay? Of course he wants to stay because yeah. who wants to be what I like about it? You you he knows here's the thing. He knows if he I he believes in his own talent and he knows yeah. whenever he reaches that potential, if he does it here, like if you're a good QB in Atlanta, you're a good QB be in Atlanta. Cool. That's fine. Yeah. You're a good QB in Chicago. You're a god. You ever see that 70s show where uh where uh uh Kelso thought that um that Eric that Eric slept with uh Donna's mom and then like she's like, oh those panties are mine. It's like, you're a god, Eric, you god. Like that would be everywhere he walked. He's smart, he knows what being great in Chicago would do. <laughs> Carlo, I like Carlos Spann's comments. Since I think Poles made his decision to keep Justin Fields once he paid Montez Sweat. You don't pay multiple players over the age of 26, then then rest. But then reset. I'm I assuming mean, he means then reset. Yeah, I think that um, you know, it's an interesting. You're still trying to build a team, and I think that like there's still moves to be made, especially in free agency. You know, uh. In terms of like, but I don't think you can go crazy in free agency because that cap, even though 70 million looks like a big number, it's really not. It's like one guy, maybe two. And then you got to fill the rest in with, with, uh, with Rick. Depends on what you're, and trying, low, to, low depends on what you're trying to add. And I think that's the part where, right, the, conversa- up, the conversation that we're going to have. <laughs> Did you see Hayes comment? Uh, I'm not, you know what? I'm not even playing this Hayes anymore. I want to have a real sports conversation. Could you wear this team, Sixteenth, eighth, whatever, man. <laughs> pretty good. That was pretty good. Nova says, "I think he's leaning, and his mind will be made up after the combine interviews." I, I do. I think so. Like, I think um, we once the once the uh, combine hits is when you can really make that determination. Well, and that's because because everybody you you, you want to confirm because what happens when you go through the combine and certain people say, "Well, this guy is six foot whatever." And then the measurements come back this or this guy is that. Is he really that fast? Yeah. Or like you said, it's the interview process because I think in their their mentality is we're not saying anything until we turn every stone, until we look at every situation. So I'm sorry if you feel this way, you feel like you're not being communicated to, but I am not going to say anything yet until I get all of the information I need to build this team because this is the most one of the most major decisions Ever, this is a career-defining move. Yeah. And if your feelings are getting hurt right now, so what? Chicago media, if your feelings are getting hurt right now, so what? Yeah. Well, and and, and that's the part to me that I think is is the most important, right? You have to have the conversation with these guys. You got to talk to these guys. Like, listen, here's the one thing I will say: Caleb Williams looks very talented. He looks like he may be everything that they're hyping him up to be. He's he looks like a good football player. There's still some question marks on the fumbles. I ain't gonna lie to you. A lot of fumbles in his time there. Um, but Justin Fields got a lot of, and hey, look, Justin Fields got a lot of fumbles here too. 
Listen, we got we got a couple of guys that fumble the football a lot. Um, but but here's here's my entire thing. The things that you know about Justin, you have to also check off for Caleb because uh, when we had Brad Spielbringer spilled uh, Spielberg on, um, he talked about how Justin Fields is the culture. You're removing that piece. I mean, you, but you're, that's you're okay. taking that piece away. So you're setting an entirely new culture. What culture are you setting? Are you setting the culture where people are talking about him being selfish? People are talking about him not being a good teammate. People are talking about him not, you know, as a leader, not having those traits, which we've seen from Lincoln Riley QBs in the past, right? Or are you talking about the flip side of this where you're sitting there and you have a, 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 um, a, a, a guy who leads the locker room from the front, a guy who uh, uh, is willing to to help other guys come along, who's putting guys on his back, who's put taking on the blame. And I think that I don't think that Caleb is can't ever be that guy. But I do wonder, is he that guy yet? That's the question that Ryan Poles has to answer when he gets to the combine, because if you have a guy that you feel is going to come into your locker room and mess stuff up then you might end up sticking with Justin Fields. And that decision is probably made that day when you can sit there and talk to him and interview with him. And these are hour-long interviews. And this, yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing well, why I'm like, it's everybody's, it's a done deal. He knows what he wants to do. He may know what he wants to do until the decision changed. Guess what? He wanted to sign Larry Ogunjobi until he saw that physical. Well, he didn't pass the physical. Exactly. I, and then he didn't I, sign Larry Ogunjobi. But like that, like what you want to do is something you want to do until, if you're a good GM, until your until information changes and you have yeah. to adjust then. If the information changes that you have, then you, then you got to adjust on the fly. But I think that, um, I've said this before, with Fields, I think you're separating the man from the contract the contract is what the issue i think ultimately is and even paris kid made a good point that if this was just the ninth what? pick oh sorry oh that was crazy i'm sorry was that was that a shot kid, i don't i don't i don't just kid that's that's what hayes does i don't i don't do that's what hayes does he's just in the he starts I, I just don't think i've ever heard you say kid made a good point every once in a while he has a good one but the fact that he said this was if we just had the ninth pick, this was a moot point. Yeah. But because you have this unique situation, they are they have every right to to do what they're doing right now to evaluate and build this team. Now, signs do point in my in my opinion that you sign a coordinator. His kids' outfits this. <laughs> Shout out to my dad, Ron, Ron Hold the building. Yep. Ron <laughs> building. Uh, uh, so. I think the idea is that by by getting Shane Waldron, you have put somebody that can develop a quarterback. So the continuity is he's running a system that fields know. So that could work because in my mind, the fastest way to winning right now, at least and can and competing and winning is to keep him and trade that pick down. Yeah, it, it, it just it makes the most sense to me. We'll see what the Bears end up doing. It's good to know that Justin at least wants to be here. This is a process where you you can get jaded very easily. Like, oh man, they really looking at the other. Like, this is this is Dana. Like, like I love how he said it, right? Where he's like, just because you don't follow somebody on Instagram, and and but I don't know if we said this. He did confirm that he unfollowed the team. But he said, just because you don't follow somebody on Instagram, don't mean you don't still mess with them. Which is interesting yeah. because I feel like that's also the mindset that the Bears are taking here. Like, you got the woman at home already, dog, but hey, check this out. First off, uh, 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 did, did he throw EQ under the bus a little bit there? EQ was like on the pod, like, I have a girlfriend. Because <laughs> he was like, EQ, you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm like, yo, I wait watched, a minute. I'm not going to lie. I watched like five minutes of it, and I was just like, this is dragging. And then my guy called me, and I was like, I never got a chance. I didn't want to watch it, so I, I saw enough of him being a pescatarian, and I was like, "This is like, ugh." Anyways, not they didn't. I didn't think they did a great job in terms of like, it was okay. Thanks. <laughs> hey man, let's get into this draft talk. Let's break down uh, some of the things that Courtney Cronin has put out there with Field Yates. They have some trade offers that for the first overall pick, some trade offers 
for uh, Justin Fields. And let's talk about that on the other side of this ad break. Appreciate you guys tuning in and showing love. Hit the like button, subscribe to the page, and sign up for Aura, baby. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and watching the show. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Aura. Have you ever done a Google search on your own name you'd be surprised what pops up your full name email address home address health records your relatives it's all out there and that's why i've been using aura the sponsor of today's video Aura shows me which data brokers are selling my information and automatically submits opt-out requests just for me cleaning up my information not only helps reduce the amount of spam i get but it protects me from hackers who could use that information to help them access my social media bank accounts and other sensitive information it's really simple to set up i don't have to download several apps or go to things like antivirus vpn password management parental controls identity theft but you can get all of that in one place with aura i get everything at one affordable price as well you may already have one or two of these tools but not having aura is like leaving the front door locked while leaving the back door and windows wide open. For you to be able to take advantage of Aura, we got a special deal for you here today. Stop data brokers from exposing your personal information. Go to my sponsor at https forward slash aura.com forward slash the windy city. Again, that is uh, aura.com forward slash the windy city to get a 14 day free trial and see how much of your information is being sold. Appreciate Breeze Nation for rocking with us out here, man. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do. If you haven't done so, sign up for Aura in the description below. Appreciate everybody who shows love to us on that as well. Um, Breeze Nation in the building. If like, I mean, listen, we got 272 in this mug, 280-something in this mug, man. Let's get it up over 300 in the building, man. Appreciate everybody. Uh, let's have this conversation, Joe. Let's talk about some of these. Oh, what you got? What you got, Joe? He was saying, Black Belt Benson, why do you think that because the media says Paul has to take Williams means he has to. He said the same thing last year about quarterbacks. If CW is better than JF1, it's not by much. I didn't say that. I'm saying that the, the media, yeah, they – it's Mel Kiper. It's yeah, all these hype people. Up one dude every year. Like, yeah, it, it's like I didn't say that. If he's, I don't. I think Jay Daniels. Good, man. Huh? My guy Javier. He used to. Uh, oh. he used to hook me up over at the T-Mobile, and I had a fire YouTube channel all at once. I was like, you got both, like. <laughs> but in my opinion, I'm I'm looking at Jay Daniels as a quarterback that's ascending. He got better, and my point is that even with Caleb Williams. I would rather just you can sell that pick for the highest bidder, period, because that's great. If they think he's the next coming of whatever, cool. But I saw that if he's the greatest generational quarterback, then he should have won the Heisman two years in a row. It should be shut down. He's been running college forever. And so Isn't that's there just only what I, like one player ever that's won the Heisman two years in a row. Uh, who is Don't it? they get like Heisman fatigue? I feel like they talked about him in the pod. Actually, they did. Who, they took, they, he went to Ohio State. I think he's. There's only like one. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe somebody else won it two years in a row. I don't know, but I don't. I, I mean, my I, point. My point is that when you say generational, and when you hype this guy up, it's you know, he's he's above everyone. But yeah, another guy was basically had more rushing yards. Had a stoop for over four thousand. He looks great. I was. I've been watching some highlights of him and just some of his some of his tape, and it's like Jay Daniels. Looks like a problem, you know. Jaden Davis anyway. looks like he has some talent as well. I think here's the thing. This draft is so different because there's multiple names that you can go with and you just feel like, all right, you know, I can, I can see that working out. I don't think there's multiple names you could take at one, right? Like, listen, if, if the Bears took Marvin Harrison Jr. first overall, 
what would we all say? We we would say we missed out on an opportunity, right? Like if you take Marvin Harrison Jr. Now you get your guy, you know you got Marvin Harrison Jr. You know that you got the the best wide receiver in the draft, maybe the best wide receiver in the draft. It, to me, I ain't gonna lie. I think he's the best wide receiver we've seen in the draft. Um, Chase was a wow. dog. Probably since Jefferson. I think he's better than Chase. I think he'll be better than Chase, I should say. I'd say You're probably saying. since Jefferson. Because Justin Jefferson I've, was before Jamar Chase, right? That's how that worked? I think oh, so. But... I uh, think I, after each other like a year yeah they were close they were close um but let's talk about some of these potential trades that could come in for the number one pick i mean uh field yates talking about a number two trading the number two pick a 2024 second rounder and a 2025 first rounder uh if, if you were to move back one pick with washington and i guess my question would be this right um, a great article. Check this out. Phil Yates, Courtney Cronin over on ESPN. Uh, Courtney has it on her Twitter right now. Is that generational talent? Because, or not generational talent, I should say. Is that a generational haul? Is that a historic haul? That's the word that they used, right? I had to work it, work it out to get there. Is that a historic haul? Well, no, because of the, the where the pick is. Like, I think we need to really have – there's a score of how the number one pick is worth so many points, number two. So where they're picking, the, the lower you go we, – we talked about this before. The lower you go, like if you go down to eight or nine, that's where you get all those extra hauls of, of picks. Now, it would be interesting to get a player with that moving down or, you know, one to two and things of that nature. So at that – what you're trying to do is you you pick the picks for the future. Yeah. And at least if you get a player now and then you got, I mean, it, to me, that, that means I would say if you keep fields and move down to two and then you could take your MHJ and everybody's happy. Everybody gets Marvin Harrison Jr. I still want my left tackle, though. Like, I want my left tackle. We might end up keeping this three technique situation that we had. We might end up picking a defensive end in a free agency. So the ninth pick, though, I like the idea that you trade down to get the center. Yeah. So if at least at least if you get Harrison, keep Fields, and you got a center, you pretty much have improved the offense tremendously. I think I think what was interesting was Courtney Cronin's spin on this. She talked about how the Bears are looking for something uh, more in the the hall that the Dolphins got in 2021 from the 49ers when they moved up from 12 to three to take uh, Trey Lance. Um, she feels like the Bears would have to more so get back a player with even more draft capital on the table, or she would you would have to either add more draft capital or send back a player like Terry McLaurin in the package for the Bears to be swayed. And I think that that would be an interesting scenario there, right? Sending back somebody like Scary Terry, because now you're putting, this is still about a business, right? Ryan Poles handled business the perfect way last year. At the end of the day, your job is to make them so bad that you're still good next year in the draft, right? So you trade away that pick, you get their uh, 2025, um, what was that, first round pick as well, right? And you add a player into that. You add in Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin being taken out of that equation makes Caleb Williams worse. Mm-hmm. That Washington's sitting there during the season going, well, we need a number one wide receiver. Where are we going to get that at? I don't know why they went 1950s radio voice there. <laughs> so this was my my initial thought of this whole draft, number one pick and all this stuff with all these quarterbacks. And I feel like teams want to move up. I like our hunt's comment of like, take our time, move down methodically. My initial thought was we get go from one to two, we pick up. And then someone's going to want somebody else. So we move down because if we take the receiver, those quarterbacks are selling those picks. If we move from two down to three or four or five, yeah. because you know New England might want to take somebody. So, like to me, that was my thought. Like initially, if we keep Fields, we can get these picks to build this team and have a super squad. Because it's not just about the starters; it's also about the depth. Yeah, you know, because it's a it sometimes it's a major drop off if we have at least two or three other tackles or guards when someone's either hurt or down we have the depth depth on d line that that's where we need the most depth and if we're able to build this team and stack up and then you know we built the super team for the next three four five years and then once those contracts start hitting well some of them we got to trade some of them we got to let go but i'm looking at this like a dallas cowboys type of situation where you're able to get this influx of talent 
and build a super team through the draft. This is a great setup. That's what I would like to do. Yeah, and I see uh, it, it's uh, hold on. Let me uh, let me go back to this one. Uh, Black Belt Ben talking about is McLaurin getting paid? Poles is not paying forty million dollars at receiver. Why not? It's time to invest in the offense. It's time to invest in the offense. What, what's my? You name? spent what years my investing in the defense. Yes. Uh, um, I said two. That's it. You said what? He's saying Joel was tripping about two to three signings in free agency. You don't spend big on other teams' leftovers. You find a center talent and pay reasonably not top dollar. We ain't leaving lineup to pay JJ. Okay. I, I, I see I have to be very careful about words that I say. Yeah, that's how uh, media works. I mean, everything is analyzed. That's, that's how media I'm, works, yes. <laughs> I understand that. I'm saying at the max, maybe two. And I said after that, it's mid-contracts that fit the team. So I we can't afford to have and spend over $20 million for players. I said that $70 million cap is really not a lot of money. That's one free agent, maybe two, and then everything else is we got to have room for the rookie contracts and maybe some mid-level type contracts for some other players. We need a Akeem Hicks type of come up. We got this guy off the scrap heap, and he's a, a starter. Right. I mean, yeah. You you want to you want to find a guy that that makes an impact. But I think here's the thing: you do have to at, at a certain point, Bears fans. We're going to have to change our brains. You know why this oh. feels good? Because we're spending money on defense. Now, oh, oh, hold on, we got the other trade. So we got what three trades to go through, right? Yeah, we do. So we got we got more trades to go through. Um, the, the other trade was to New England. Uh, New England trades away the number three pick, twenty twenty four second round pick, and a twenty twenty five first round pick as well to move down to the number three pick. Still puts you in range for MHJ. Uh, you get a second round pick and you get a future first. Right. So you can get your starting safety. With that second round pick, you can get probably a safety or another impact player. Like hopefully, because I, I, there's a feeling that that center may not be there in the first round. Yeah, and you might have to. Tra- now you could trade down if it's trading that ninth pick down, right? Because by nine, you're not getting all. You may not even get Fashanu. So if you trade I think, down, maybe I think if center. you, I, I'll say this: you you have to think about this. That would throw everything off. That would throw everything off. Right, because right now, if the Bears took Marvin Harrison Jr., which I think you would at three if you move down, you get the extra yeah. draft capital. Arizona's expecting Marvin Harrison Jr. to be there at four because they're expecting the first three teams to take a quarterback. Now you've right. just thrown off their whole game plan. I said this yesterday. It's like when kid takes a quarterback in the first round and we're all just like, what the? Right, like, like and now everybody starts taking a quarterback because everybody, I think that starts the run. So you would see MHJ come off. You would see Roma Dunze come off probably four to Arizona. Now five. Now people start to panic. Okay, maybe somebody goes quarterback there. Uh, who's five maybe right not. now? Maybe they take a tackle. Who's, they, who's they five drive right now? Five is uh, Chargers? Oh, I actually have that, Pat, because I, I actually didn't delete that from yesterday. Let's go. Bing. That's the wrong one. Sorry. Sorry. You're sorry. doing too one. much. So you tried to get cute. Oh, no. That's because it was highlighted. It's right here. Try to get cute. Bing. There you go. Oh, hold on. Let's, let's get you full screen here. All right. So, so <laughs> draft right now. I'll give you the full screen right now. I'm just talking behind you. Paul, that's crazy work. Uh, watch yourself. But <laughs> you, got a, you got a flag? You got a flag? <laughs> Flag on the play. flag, flag on the play, yes. Uh, so five go. right now. You got the Giants sitting there. Do they go wide receiver? Do they go quarterback? They're probably going to go quarterback. Why wouldn't there. they take a tackle? Not now. Nah, I, I because they have no quarterback. <laughs> oh, Arizona? No, I'm talking about at, at four. Arizona's going wide receiver. Why wouldn't they take? I'm just saying, like, because if you take Marvin Harrison off the board, their their big issue right now one they went tackle last year, they went left tackle with Paris Johnson, uh, and two, you're you're in a situation where you're trying to figure out, okay, who's the weapon, right? Hollywood Brown is is um, I get is it, I get his best weapon there. I get it. I'm just saying that, so like, um, to me, I would think that they would go wide receiver there to get you another weapon. Now five, you got the Giants in there. They may go quarterback, but now six, maybe the Chargers go wide receiver. Maybe the Chargers go tech. But I think what what I'm saying is right. If the Bears were to do that, they take that they take Marvin Harrison at three. 
that's the thing to me that starts the, oh my God, we got to get a receiver because it's these top three guys when like it's really a deep receiver class. You can get somebody in the second round. You can get somebody in the third round and still feel pretty good about what you got at the wide receiver position. Yeah. Here's the third trade option. Third trade option here, number eight pick to Atlanta, 2025 first, 2025 second, uh, 2026 first, 2026 second. This is the hall. This is the generational hall. And I think that you could possibly even work out a player in this deal as well. Um, but this is this is what Field Yates is is saying would be the trade that it would take for the Atlanta Falcons to move up. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, you know I mean, like I, I feel like that's a trade that that seems a little bit more realistic. You get down to eight, you still have an opportunity to probably take one of the left tackles that is available. You're sitting at nine already. Maybe you can get maybe there, right? You end up just attacking the the trenches in the first round in that situation there, right? Like, because you're gonna be too far out of range to get um the wide receiver. You're gonna be too far out of range to get Marvin Harrison Jr., I should say. Hey, hey Pat. Hey, Pat. Uh over 300, Over 300 in the chat. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, showing love. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Uh, you're going to be too far out of it to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Maybe Roma Dunze, maybe even League Labors, some names that could pop up there. But uh, with that with that first round pick there, I'm sorry, with that number eight pick overall, right? You you're kinda, looking at you kind of you kind of look at that and say, okay, I'm sitting eight and nine. I can you're out defensive of line Harrison. or offensive line there. But you, yeah, you might get it's either Alder Fashanu or, you know, and so now you got back to back picks at eight and then nine. Now, here's the problem with that one, though. That is all, um, again, that's 2025 and 2026 draft capital. That's not 2024 draft capital. So you're not adding anything to this draft. Right. So that's why that? I say you would probably need some kind of player back. The Bears are looking to add something into this draft. And uh, let me see here. What I don't think they would do that. What I, don't, I don't even think Atlanta would do that trade. To me, that makes no sense. Well, I mean, they do need a quarterback, right? In that situation, you're not getting Justin Fields. They do need a quarterback. No, they do. But I'm saying for us, all we get is the eighth pick, and then we have all this draft for next year. So now we have to flip those picks. Well, you got to flip nine probably. You, you, you got to – well, even if you take those picks, you're trading those picks when in this year – some of them to get something to move back up. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta get nine. Bit you gotta trade nine in that situation to me probably right. Like I, I Thanks, would think bro. you do have to throw a player in there probably because now I'm not getting the guy I wanted. Now I'm not getting the quarterback or the stud wide receiver. Maybe I'm getting Joe Alter. Maybe I'm getting Jared Verse. Maybe I'm getting um um. Why can't I think of a young man that's out of uh the other edge rusher? Oh, Chop Robinson? No, not Chop Robinson. Oh, Laytu. Laytu from US UCLA. Hold on. Uh Dallas Turner. Dallas Turner. I said Georgia. Uh Alabama. Dallas Turner from Alabama. Right? Maybe you can get a, a Dallas oh, Turner there Alabama. if he ends up falling, right? Like maybe you go there. But I think nine in that situation, you still have no second round picks there. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. You, like you gotta that move pick. back one more time to me. You you don't utilize that number nine pick and you get the second round picks, but now you're giving them the quarterback of their future, possibly. You're giving them so, the guy that maybe puts Atlanta over the top. And so what is that first-round pick going to be? What is that second-round pick going to be? I don't know. Of the three I trades. I get two starters out of this draft with Washington. Yes. If I go with this if trade. If you pick right, yes. If this trade, I still get two starters. You know, It's the same deal. You just moving to three. Well, you don't get you don't get you two starters. More. You don't get two star. Well, yeah, you do. You do get two no, starters. No, no, no. There. Yeah, yeah. You get two starters. You get the it's number the three round. pick and you get the number thirty four pick. Yes. So you get a. It's the same. Actually, there's no real. No, nah. it's the same trade in a sense. Oh, because their third second round is a thirty fourth. Yep. It's a higher second round yep. pick. So they're giving you the okay. higher second round pick, the lower second first round, round pick. So thirty four means that is. The uh third second pick in the in the second round yeah. versus maybe the sixth or seventh pick in the second yeah. round. So 
Yeah, I mean, okay, that that makes it kind of. And you probably get Marvin Harrison Jr. out of the deal, or you can go quarterback. But now you're getting the quarterback, or there's this other, there's this other Heisman winner, um, or you can go quarterback there, and you can create the situation that you have talked about. That is what he had in Kansas City, because get here, here's the one thing: if we draft Jaden Daniels at three, and we take somebody else nine. Nobody's going to be complaining that Justin Fields starts in front of Jaden Daniels. I think it creates a firestorm. I think yeah, but it's a firestorm to us, right? Like here's the thing. That's why Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears and and the NFL on Instagram. That's why uh, Ryan Poles deleted Twitter off his phone because it's a firestorm for us. It has nothing to do with what they're doing in the building. (laughs) I'm saying at the game when the fans turn on him and it's like the minute he makes a mistake and it's just the booze. We want that. It's like it's the same fans that were chanting, we want fields. That's what I'm saying. Like it just, I don't, I think we should just have finality to the whole situation. Don't mess around with him, that kid like that. Let him move I on. I would say like, that if you have figured out the quarterback position before. You need as many bites at the apple at quarterback as you can. The last quarterback that we had here that had a semblance of good play is what, Eric Kramer? Uh, Yeah, but they he got killed. Okay. And that The problem, that's a common thing with all of our Bears quarterbacks for the most part. They got killed. We got to get the line. That's why you have to kind of make these trades and build this line. It doesn't matter who you bring in there. Nobody's overcoming a bad offensive line. Jay Cutler, even though I'm not necessarily a huge Jay Cutler fan, he got his head kicked in. Well, I remember that Giants game. I think he got sacked like nine, like 25 times. (laughs) He got killed like you have to build the the team up, and you can't just we'll just throw a quarterback in there. and He's going to Superman. It. Yes, he can't do that. So it doesn't matter if it's Fields. It doesn't matter if it's Jaden. Like I prefer that you build the team up first, so that you don't get these guys killed. Building and see the problem is you you give them bad traits. They develop bad tendencies, and then they're a bust. Yeah, but here's you here's know? the here's the part where your scenario works out in that situation, right? You're sitting there, you're still building the team. You take the next quarterback, maybe that comes in there. Oh my goodness, here we go. Justin Fields is the answer. Maybe Justin Fields isn't the answer. Guess what? Andy Dal- or Andy uh, Alex Smith wasn't the answer. Drew Bledsoe wasn't the answer. They gave him money. Yeah, I mean, right. sometimes they, that guy isn't the answer, but sometimes he's the you, you're you're taking the lumps while the answer gets in until the answer's ready to get in there. But even Belichick, I mean, he's he look, he's like, look, I'm building this team. Yes, I just got this hundred million dollar quarterback and Drew Bledsoe, or we got this quarterback on a rookie deal, aka Tom Brady, and I'm able to build this team. He's he. he because of how he had Brady, he was able to restructure that team. How many times? Shrewd moves. He cut Ty Law. He cut, oh, he cut a uh, lot of people. He cut and he cut, great players. He cut the too. team. He did, but he was able to because he's able to manage that cap, manage that team, and take advantage of some of those low contract, uh, small contracts. And then when it came time for Tom, I mean, Tom wanted to win. Where did Bledsoe end it? up? Uh, Dallas. That was the end. He died in Dallas. Dallas. No, after after the Patriots, there was another team. He didn't fin- He died in Dallas. He didn't play well. No, in I Dallas. think Tony Tony Romo took over from that. Bill Parcells had him down there. Yeah, in but that's two thousand one. Drew Bledsoe retired in like two thousand seven. In Dallas, when did Romo get? Yes, there? but what like two thousand six? That's what I'm saying. Like the, the I'll look it up. There's a, there's guy. a team. I guess I could look it up. Does anybody from Breeze Nation? Look it up. Yet. You know what I'm saying? What's the I feel well, like Hayes always cooking somebody. Why don't you be useful, Hayes? And look up. <laughs> I feel like it's Buffalo. Wasn't he in Buffalo for a little while? You could be right. I feel like they traded him to Buffalo because that was the big controversy where it was like, do we really want a do we really want a uh, a quarterback that Belichick doesn't want? Or do we re- not the Darius Powell? Thank you, said Buffalo. Okay, see, Breeze, see, I, I remember a little bit. I, I remember on the game, I, I had I had uh, Bledsoe, but I knew he wasn't in a Patriots jersey or a Dallas jersey. So three years in Buffalo, two years in Dallas. He was yeah. decent in Buffalo, too, so, wasn't he? Yeah, he was nice. He was I think he was motivated. He was pissed. Yeah, he was pissed. Matter of fact, <laughs> he, threw, oh, he killed. He threw for 4,300 yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two. Trey, <laughs> will you? <ya? laughs> oh. 
24 <laughs> touchdowns, 15 interceptions. He had 61% completion. No, he did his thing about hey, that. Shout one, out, he, shout he, out Drew Bledsoe. He, he hey, I would love to get Drew Bledsoe on this show just to be like, hey, man, so so you know what it's like to be the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think Bledsoe that, got a ring, I, though, didn't he? Because the first one he was still on the team. He got a ring. He got a ring on the Patriots because he, he came back to win the game in the playoffs. Yes. Um, Brady, something came. something happened. Brady got hurt or something, and he came back in and went, yeah. yeah. That's that. But shout out, Drew, man. You know what's interesting? I had a thought. I had, I had a thought. Bill Belichick was in a thruple out here. <laughs> I had a thought. I had a thought. Think about this. Think about this. This almost reminds me. This draft could be potentially like the 3 draft with Eli Rivers and Roethlisberger. Could be. That's what that's what they're setting it up for. Like to me, you're not losing. Like nah, everybody's like Caleb, Caleb. Nah, you are. If you end up with Eli, you losing. Well, Eli, Eli won. Rivers. Eli won. I would rather have Rivers. I would have the Rivers or Roethlisberger. Yes, right. I never Eli, liked hey, look, hey, look. Eli won. Eli. But you would rather have Rivers or Roethlisberger. <laughs> I really I wanted Rivers because Rivers was a gunslinger. That joke through like three six thousand yards. He had some crazy numbers, like sixty thousand yards, whatever it was. He had something coming out of college. Hey, it was just that, was it nuts. was just that fourth quarter, boy. You knew what you was gonna get. He was nuts. <laughs> Are we down one touchdown and we're gonna get to the three yard line? Philip Rivers yeah. goal line turnover. Here we come. <laughs> Shout out to Diaz, my boy Diaz Millennia. What's happening, man? Uh, let's get, let's get to these, uh, fields trades here. We do got to talk about these as well, uh, because I think the Justin Fields trades are, I mean, listen, it, it, you got to talk about both sides of the debate. That's the one thing that I, I do love that we do that most teams, most shows don't do. They just say, this is our opinion. And because this is our opinion, um, we're going to talk about what our opinion is and how we feel about it and not like actually explore the devil's advocate. That is the great part about having kid on here because no matter what, he is always the devil's advocate, but with him not here, uh, we still got to talk about the flip side of this where maybe the bears do end up going out and trading away. Justin Fields. What kind of capital could they get? But first I got to tell you guys all about underdog. Hold on. Let me make sure I can, uh, Pull these up here. Yeah, got to make sure we got all this stuff on the screen for us here. Foul. Here we go. Uh, you want that? I there it is. I got, got it. I got her. I got her. I got her. Shout out Underdog <laughs> Fantasy out here, man. Underdog out here supporting us. Uh, they are the best place where you can literally go out and play fantasy sports. I mean, the easiest way to get in on any NFL, MLB, NBA action, it's underdog fantasy. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player uh, and you can get player or uh, least favorite player uh, and their stats and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy to use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players and fill out your pick them entry and get every single pick Right. Here's the cool part about this, though, right? With underdog, yes, you want to get every single pick right. But if you don't get every single pick right, they also have the insurance policy that allows you to get four out of the five picks right, just in case somebody ends up going down, somebody ends up getting hurt, and you're still able to make money. Sign up now with the promo code TWCB, and you can double your money up by up to $500. That is promo code TWCB, and you can up your money up to $500. Once again, sign up now with the promo code TWCB, and you'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash. When you make your first deposit of $10 or more, deposit $100 and get $100 free. All right, man, let's keep this thing moving along, dog. Yeah, I mean, you know you know how we do out here, man. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. If you haven't done so, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do, man. Uh, let's jump into this. Let's jump into these Justin Fields potential trades that Field Yates has come up with and some of Courtney Cronin's rebuttals to these trades, whether they should make it or not. Started off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Steelers, to me, interesting trade here. They'll offer a second-round pick, the number 51 overall pick, and a 2024 fourth-rounder. Those are two players that you can actually get in this draft that can make an impact. 51 right now. Now, the fact that they're offering the fourth-rounder maybe makes this a little bit more enticing. They hold on to their first-round pick. 
That, to me, I think is an interesting one. Atlanta also coming with an interesting scenario of just that second-round pick. I think I need I, I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more maybe from Atlanta, but I, you know, like I guess that depends on if you're starting up the bidding war, that second round pick is more at 43. The Raiders is still an interesting one. Now a 2024 third and wide receiver Hunter Renfro. The fact that the Raiders are even attached to Justin Fields name at all with Luke Getzey over there is the funniest thing to me in the world. But when you look at these three trades, Joel, uh, the field Yates has laid out, do you feel like any of these are worth taking? Do you feel like any of these are what the Bears are actually going to end up with? Um, I would say honestly that Pittsburgh trade. You got you got a second rounder and a fourth. That's I mean, like I said, you you're you're talking about getting a potential. It's hard to get, you know, Fields is not necessarily proven. It's still a slight ascension. And to be able to get something for him. On one hand, though, I think it shows you that he has the respect of other teams that they're willing to trade for him, which begs to differ why trade him because you're able to get he's worth something right. to at least two or three teams. Right. So, but if I'm going to get something, because I mean, like we said the other day, um, Trey Lance got a fourth round pick as a, as a you know, a, uh, not as a, uh, he didn't fulfill unsuccessful. He just didn't play. Just, I don't even know if it was unsuccessful. He just didn't play. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Trey, so. I mean, Trey played, I said, what? Uh, Trey, Trey's time in San Francisco probably six games. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, who is? Oh, shout out to Muck Muck, the general. Oh That's boy, here man. we go. You know, That's Joe loves Muck Muck. I love some Muck Muck. Hey, uh, sorry. So <laughs> wait. <no. laughs> Crazy. I challenged that. That's crazy. I'm just shouting out. You challenging challenge. that one? You challenging that one? Challenge, challenge flag, though. <laughs> Anyways, um, I would say that man, you made me miss my thought. What was I saying? Talk about Trey Young, the, uh, only is, or Trey Lance only going for a fourth. Oh, oh no, the Arizona guy. Somebody brought out one of the chat and had said um Drew Rosen, Josh Rosen went for a second round pick. Yeah. So I mean, technically, that's a for a first round pick. Young quarterback, that's kind of seems to be the uh, the barometer. So that's fair, and you get a fourth round pick on top of that. So Pittsburgh would I'd be the first that would be the first one. But I read a report, I read somewhere that I don't think they're sticking with. Hopefully, I didn't read something wrong. They're sticking with Kenny Pickett. They're not they're not going for. Justin. I mean, listen, everybody's sticking with Kenny Pickett until there's a better option, right? Like. <sighs> But there seems like there's yeah. a lot of better options. Like it, uh, th that's why I love the draft, right? It's like we love this guy. We're all in on this guy. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. Is Justin Fields available? Hold on now. We'd all rather have Justin than Kenny Pickett now. Hold on now. But what what you want is that if there is a bidding war for him, that's great. It's two or three or four teams that are vying for his services. And for them, it's a low draft pick to give up to get a quarterback. No, and sure. they could take the flyer. It's like the it's the reverse of Chase Claypool. I I'm not gonna lie. I, I, what I would what I would take is probably the Atlanta only the second round pick straight up because it's higher. Uh, there's a lot of good second round talent in here that allows you the opportunity to possibly trade down as well. It, it doesn't mean doesn't mean you have to stay there. Don't mean you got to stay there, right? But you're taking that pick and maybe you can move down and still end up getting the second and the fourth, right? You also got to look at where that pick is at. 43 to 51, that's a lot of players. It's just seven. A lot of players, okay. dog. Eight. It's just eight players. I'm just saying, but that's – you still get a fourth. You're still getting that's a fourth, hard. but who's to say you can't find a fourth somewhere else? Also, the Bears have two fourths already. So now yeah, I mean the fourth round is not a the, the fourth round yeah, is not a round that we're too worried about. You would have maybe right you get that third fourth and you feel like you can move a little bit more right. You could package a couple of them, move back into the third for somebody. But I just feel like right this is a this is a draft right now where if you end up getting forty three from Atlanta, this is a best player available draft. Right, like the the players that are on the board, yes, you're going to be able to find some sleepers, but there's some best players available that, to me, you want to take. Yeah. And I just, not to say that you can't still get guys, there's a bunch of different ways that you can get guys on this list, but that that 43 right there is like, that looks like perfect for me. Um, 
And, and no, I don't think it's enough for Justin Fields. I don't think any of those trade packages are enough for Justin Fields, but I think that they're what you're going to get for Justin Fields in the scenario that two of the three teams are really the only two teams that are realistic. The third team to me does not feel realistic in the slightest and uh, I mean, like, like, yeah, why, why would Oakland, here? why would Getsy want to do this again? <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, no. man. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening. We uh, hopefully don't have too much more on this. Just like Justin Fields, we are all sick of the quarterback talk, but we are going to continue to have it. Uh, probably not every day, though. I guarantee do you we, we probably won't have quarterback chat? talk tomorrow. You said what? Did we do 300 in the chat? I believe we did, but just the case, over 300 in the chat. <laughs> That's what we need. Just somebody just pow, 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 pow. Uh, hey, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. If you haven't done so, which I know at least over 200 of you haven't because we only got 119 likes, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page, man. Uh, as always, for Joel, uh, the super producer, Joel Holt. It's your boy, Pat, the designer, back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear down, and we'll see what this team ends up doing. Peace. All right, y'all. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.